ready for this? Ready for this? Oh, was that a gun cocking? Oh, alright. Alright, what are you drinking this evening, my boy? Crispy can. Got a little DC. Hold on. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. A little BC is what you're saying? I said DC. All I heard there was. I'm drinking a little. Oh, fuck you. BC? DC. DC. A little. Dictorial conquest, eh? Yes, exactly. Exactly. How'd you know? A little dubious calculations, eh? <laughs> A little diplomatic cocking. Mm. A little. <laughs> I gave her a diplomatic cock. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very official. It's a very official. Do you leave your stamp of approval on them by the end? That's like that's like if you're in the military and you go overseas and you know bang some chick, some foreigner. You're like, ah, I gave her a diplomatic cocking. <laughs> <laughs> and that's to be honest, that's what's up. I mean, hmm, hmm. I'm sure it's I'm sure it's up. Like I'm sure that is what is up. I'm sure that is happening. And so. If it is happening, that would mean that that's what's up. Now, I don't know if I'm going to look around and go, yeah, bro, that's what's up, bro, and dap you up after that. Like, if you come back to me and you said, hey, I, I, I threw a little diplomatic C around, I might, I don't know if I would give you a diplomatic dap up. It would be more of a, okay, okay, okay so that's what's up. It would be like a confused, like, oh, okay, cool, that's what's up. All right, so I see now this is what's happening when I'm not around. Um, but I am sure it is what is up, though. Indeed. Do you feel Indeed. one way or the on other on it? Um, you know, to be honest, I kind of lost you. Uh, about halfway through, I started to kind of go off into into another world, you could say. Okay. Um. So, so I don't. Yeah, I don't have anything to say, to be honest with you. <clears throat> And that's why I love talking to you so unbelievably much, <laughs> is that I say words. It's like I can talk to myself, but I get to stare at like a, a burly man in the process. Like a, a hot, a hot, like stud. <laughs> can you can you say some words for me real fast? Anal sex. I feel like you've gotten all muffled all of a sudden. Have I? I mean, maybe a little bit, but maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe I can make it work. It is. Our our call is, it doesn't sound normal. My side doesn't either. Um, I guess yours does. Let's see. What about now? Say some words. Yay. Uh, it's, Yay. It's the same. It's the same. It's not bad though. I turned it up so I can hear you Calm. fine. I can hear you fine. Yeah, I can make out what you're. I can definitely hear what you're saying. That's for sure. Busting nuts. Yeah, that's Busting nuts. Better or no? It's the same. Oh well, that's that's great. That's great. 
Well, I mean, here's the thing. I like the fact that in the headphones you sound a little bit distant because you are distant from me. You know what I mean? And it's like... Uh, Well, in many ways, I feel. Well, you know, and I'm willing to get into all the ways that you are distant from me, but at least the one that I'm referring to is strictly physical. Mm, Physically, you are distant. And I... I'm a gullible chap. And so I'm, I, I have been known to easily buy into a lie if it makes me feel mm. comforted inside and good about myself. And I don't want to okay. buy into the lie that we aren't distant from each other. I want to make things work on this podcast and in this relationship despite mm. the mass amounts of distance. And so the fact that you are a little muffled in my headphones and I am struggling to hear what you're saying it gives me there's there's a problem to work through i have to listen a little more intently to your voice i have to really just step back when you speak and try to take it all in the best i can piece the puzzle together which is kind of i feel like it's a relationship bonding type thing uh yeah oh, there yeah. you go uh def- yeah definitely now yeah. you sound a little clearer but Oh, look at that. I, you know, I did some, I did some networking, so. (sighs) I can always count on you. I can always count on you. Come through and and do what needs to be done. Well, the, the, the beautiful thing is, is you and I will, uh, we'll see each other soon, you know, seven days, seven days and we'll be reunited. (sighs) We will be. And you will be on the podcast I'll be on the PCAST. You'll be on the PCAST in a As personal one-on-one format where you're here with the boys. The boys are here with the, the boys. boys. <laughs> the boys. <clears throat> Robert. I. Ian. Oh, sorry. Uh, Robert. Uh, yes, Ian. Um, <laughs> well, that's a good good indication that you listen to our episodes that you're not on, Robert, that you, that you knew that joke. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. And Robert, I feel like at this moment in time, that we are recording. <laughs> and, <laughs> no, just, with Bobby. <laughs> and I would like to ensure that we continue recording. So do you feel like the adequacy of your recording program is up to speed to which we can record without it stopping? Because the people don't know this. And, um, but last week's episode or the last cheat clapper, it was, yeah, me and Robert sat down to do an oh, episode. Sorry, Robert cheat clapper. And Robert and I sat down to do a podcast and it was one of the better ones that we have done in quite some time just the two of us and I don't know if it'll even come out I'll have to listen through it there's a decent amount of it that's still worth putting out so I probably it's probably out and it's whatever the last it's I don't remember what all we talked about I was fighting with the cat the cat was coming into the room so if you hear some some shenanigans about the cat then that's the episode I'm referring to if it came out and it was amazing but Robert's recording software just decided to stop recording for 20 minutes. Do you 
coming out of that, Robert, how does that make you feel going into today's episode? Robert here. Uh, well, Ian. <laughs> oh, that really pisses me off. I do not like saying my name before I have to talk. <laughs> no, 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 uh, no. I feel Keep like I feel like we're in like some like stupid uh, like. Uh, my personal pronouns are uh, he, him. Uh, so I would like to comment about <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what I feel like right now. We're on an autistic con, like uh, you know. Uh, anyway, no, I, but I um, think I think I think we should keep it up for the listeners' sake, so they know who is talking when. We should try <laughs> at least the best we can to say our names. Oh, sorry, I, I totally forgot. Here, Ian speaking here. That <laughs> we should try to say our names before everything that we say, just to keep the listeners so they know because there's no visuals. You know what I mean? Engaged. That's that's fair. Okay, uh, Robert here. That's fair. <laughs> um, you know, I, I'm I'm feeling. And this is just a feeling. I'm feeling a lot better about this episode. Uh, I had a I had to update Reaper, download a whole different version. So mm-hmm. I'm hoping everything is up to par. Up, it's good. I've ran a couple diagnostic tests. Mm-hmm. Um, I've recorded a couple solo episodes, mm-hmm. and everything seems to be fine and dandy, sweet as candy. Uh, so yeah, confidence is at a peak. Hmm. How are you feeling about your own personal self walking into this episode today? Oh, sorry, Ian speaking to Robert. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Robert here. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, I'm I'm feeling good. I'm feeling jazzy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just mm. before this, I went and took a, a five minute long cold shower. Mm. While mm. listening to Still Brazy by YG. And mm. let me tell you, I'm feeling brazy. I did a couple <laughs> couple push-ups. I, I did a couple um, something else's uh, that I don't know the name of. Mm. And, uh, uh, yeah, I'm feeling feeling great. Ready to take on the day, take on the night. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, actually, I, 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 have a, I have a gripe. I have a little gripe that I need to get off my chest. It's been on my mind for a couple hours and it's just I just I just have to put it out to the masses. Well, okay. uh, Ian here. That's <laughs> Wow, what a burden. <laughs> a few hours you've been carrying around a weighty weighty issue that you have with me with the podcast. I don't know, but I'm excited to hear what. Uh Robert, you take it away. <laughs> uh Robert here. <laughs> um <laughs> So, I I totally I totally am okay with people driving recklessly. Mm-hmm. Uh, with people speeding, doing irresponsible things. Ah, mm. uh, you know, no big deal, kind of. Mm. But uh, when you're doing these, when you're speeding recklessly, when you're splitting lanes, when you're weaving in and out of traffic, mm-hmm. uh, take you. You gotta you gotta take responsibility and you can't the only person you can get mad at is yourself. You can't look at other people like they're an asshole when you're flying through lanes. Mm. That's that's just all I have to say. You know, did I have a heated incident this afternoon? Maybe. But 
just take responsibility. That's all I'm asking. I feel like it's not not a bit big ask, but it is an ask nonetheless. Take it away, Ian. Ian here on site at Long Beach, uh, headquarters of the Lost for the Summer podcast studios. Um, speaking for me, Ian, Will Hip Hop, and the rest of the Lost for the Summer podcast crew, I would have to probably agree with you that that seems a little bit crazy to believe that everyone needs to adapt to what you're doing and what you're deciding. I'm going to drive 90 in a 45 and I'm going to cut across six lanes. So you, you need to be ready. You need to be watching me because I'm focused on me and me alone. So why would you not also be focused on me and me alone? And speaking from the position of power that I hold, I learned readily that I need to speak for more than just me and me alone and look at me and me alone. I need to also look at the entire conglomerate that is the Loss for the Summer podcast and entertainment production team yeah I think that uh, I think that that is very selfish I think that it is very childish I think that I don't know what did you do how did you react to this Robert uh well you know I did a lot of praying who's talking a lot of praying huh who, who, who am I speaking with right now Robert here. Okay. <laughs> thank, thank you. Thank you so Ro- much Robert for that. Of, Robert of, of who are you with again? Oh, Ro- uh, Robert of here live. Robert of the Lost for the Summer podcast. I'm currently peaking my mic. <laughs> um, a Robert here from Lost for the Summer conglomerate. <laughs> Soon to take over BlackRock. <laughs> uh, you know, I... I, I I totally agree with what Ian Will Hip Hop, uh, also a former, excuse me, also the president <laughs> and CEO of Lost for the Summer conglomerate. Uh, yeah, I, I I thoroughly and strongly agree with you. Um, you know, with with a cool head and uh, several several. Uh, prayers to Shala. Um, I got through it. I got through it. <laughs> it was tough, but uh, you know, I I think I managed to pull through. Robert out. Now, Ian here again. If you were able to possibly have this person who did such a thing on the podcast or somebody listening has been guilty of that, what would you say to them to help maybe set them straight? And Robert here with the Lost for the Summer conglomerate. Uh, Also co-founder and CEO. Joint, excuse me, joint co-founder and joint CEO CEO. of the Lost for the Summer conglomerate. I, you know, I, I strongly believe in my core because I have a pretty strong core. Um, mm, yes. 
I wouldn't say much. I think I'd more like to dip my balls in their mouth. <laughs> to be honest, <laughs> and just let them, just let them taste that the sweaty balls. Let it steep. Let it and steep. just have, ha- yeah, and 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 just really have them think over what what have the, what decisions in their life has brought them to this moment. <laughs> That's all I, because you know I'm not much of a speaking man, mm-hmm. uh, more of a man of action. Some mm-hmm. might say. And so that's how I would personally handle it. Which Ian here um, from the Lost for the Summer Incorporated and conglomerate, I that is why when I decided to start this company, I was like, who is going to be my co-chairman and co-head running the show? I was like, I am a man of many words. I have been known to flap a gum here and there and be a little loose with my lips. And I was like, I need a man of action i need a man of valor i need a man who's ready to step up to the plate and swing at every pitch you know what i mean and maybe he's not going to hit most of them maybe his hand-eye coordination is not ideal but he will chop away maybe he didn't have a father you know and ian here i i feel for that person if he didn't have a father and i was like you know i need to adopt this youngling because i see so much potential in him, both physically, emotionally, spiritually, um, Robert here sexually. Uh, in here, I don't know if I ever really gave a whole lot of thought to that form of illy type adjectives when it came to the selection process of my co-founder and CEO. But as I've grown to know him today them he she her they are rather enticing physically you know and so i can't say that he doesn't fulfill that role as well but i also wouldn't want to speak too much further on it on the fact that that is not my main area of expertise robert here let's say it the lord So Ian here, um, (laughs) (laughs) so fucking stupid. I know, but it's beautiful. You know what I mean? Because it's the little things that we can do for the listener. It's like Mm. there's the little Mm. extra that we can do to help bring them into the room with us so that they can feel like their head is going back and forth, looking at your face and then my face and then your face. And like, when we have video, we're not going to have to do this anymore. But for the time being, I feel like it is only fair for us to continue to say our names every time before we speak. I mean, I, I'll probably still stick with the Robert here since I'll almost likely be off camera. Mm, um, mm, mm, mm. Uh, so, you know, I'll, I might continue on that tradition. I might not. Uh, it just depends how how I'm feeling and what psych meds I took that day. Mm-hmm. Um but uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that's just Robert here. Yep, yep. All right, I'm bored. All right, next, next. Okay, Ian. Ian here. I- Ian here. Uh, Robert, I have a question for you. <laughs> Ian, I would love to answer that question for you. <laughs> <laughs> I I gotta I gotta I gotta. 
a word and or some phrases mm-hmm. for you. I'm just going to ask you mm-hmm. and and I just, you know, just give it give it your bet. Imagine you're you're a, you're a hitter. Mm-hmm. You're up at the plate ah. and you you're going to try to hit a home run. Just hit a couple home runs for me, all right? That's all I'm asking. No pressure. No okay. pressure. So you, you have a few words that you have found off the internet that you are going to say to me and or phrases, and I am going to try to tell you what the meaning of those things are. Correct? Correct. Or just give it your best shot. I'm, so, I'm excited because I feel like... I'm a big literature guy, you know what I mean? And I, I I have always been drawn to things that have words on them. I've always thought, hey, that looks kind of neat, and I wonder what it means. And because of my poor reading abilities on the fact that I was homeschooled, I really am and usually- being a porno freak. I am being, well, yeah, quite addicted to the pornography for a long time that I never learned how to read. And so- mm. I've only been left to guess and wonder at what the words on the paper meant. And so I feel like that might be a thing that would actually make me rather good at this type of game. So mm, I'm excited mm, to see how right. I do. Okay. Uh, here's the phrase for you. Headlight squeegee. Headlight squeegeed? Squeegee. Oh, a headlight squeegee. Okay. Okay, hold on. No cheating. Country of can I get the country of origin? Uh, America. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, can you use it in a sentence? Um. No. <laughs> no, I can't without giving it away. You can't. You can't. Because it's so. Because it's so specific. So specific. So it can only mean one thing. Okay, so as soon yeah. as I hear it in context, okay, okay, headlight squeegee. So let me try to think of a couple sentences to see if it works out. Like, okay, that. Uh. So the headlights are the front of something. They're the bright, shiny part of the front of a car. Can and, I can I give you a little hint? Uh, well, yeah, j- yeah. Just throw all reasoning and logic out the window. Okay, but I'm trying to just allow me to try to break this down, and I might we might have to cut some of my talking, but I'm just gonna have to verbally process through this. Okay, okay. So I'm <clears throat> headlight squeegeed. You know what I think it means? I think it's What's it's up? it's code. When like mm. you're younger, you still live with your parents, you know. And this is something that you wouldn't understand. But, um, hear hear me out here. Hear me out here. You have a sleepover. One of your friends comes over. Now, he's your cool friend, quote unquote, because he knows people who know people that have drugs. And you're one of those kids that only knows about drugs from your parents telling you not to do drugs. But you've never even seen them in person. You could not ever pick out the fact of, like, the kind of person that walks out and doesn't realize that there's the smell of weed in the air because they've just never known that that was weed. They just are like, I guess it's the outdoors. You guys go out and smoke a little doobie together. 
you and your cool friend. Mm. Come back inside. He's like, hey, your eyes are a little bloodshot. I think you should probably go get your headlights squeegeed real fast. And that means that you go and you put some of the eye drops in your eyes to clear out the redness so that your parents, when they're out and about, they don't, they don't know that you guys are high. So to mm. get your headlights squeegeed is to put eye drops in your eyes to cover up the fact that you have consumed marijuana products. Am I correct, wow. Robert? Please tell me I'm right. <laughs> I mean, I would love to say you are ah. about 90% correct. Oh, what? But you're further from that than I could ever imagine. Oh, okay. So, so I'm not 90% yeah. correct. No, 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 no. Okay, not so even one percent. Okay. Okay. Well, that was lovely. All right. Short lived. Would you like the of, of, official definition? I guess. Headlight squeegee, an act performed after sloppy anal sex, where a man slams his dirty meat onto his woman's chest and tightly squeezes her tits together, <laughs> using the tits. As a squeegee, the man will pull his dick out, leaving a squeaky clean cock and anal residue between his partner's breasts. In here. <laughs> um. <laughs> Can I just say no? Can I say, like, can I go, nah, no, I don't like that. Actively, no. actively, I dislike, I do not approve of the words that just came out of your mouth, Robert. <laughs> I am not for it. I will not stand for You're it. You're certainly against it. I'm certainly against it. I'm not for it, definitely against it. If I could be honest, it's downright... I mean, at least it's cleanly, but it still is, it seems disrespectful. It seems gross and unnatural. So I, I'm going to have to say I like my version better, but it is what it is. Who is the authority determining the definitions of these phrases? It, you know, we don't speak of his name. Okay. That is a name we leave out of both our mouths as the conglomerate of Lost for the Lost Summer. For the summer. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, I wasn't remotely close. Uh, good to know. Good to know. Uh, well, let me let me give you a little palate cleanser. All right. Okay. Okay. This is just one word. This is just one word. Grog. I'll spell it for you. G R A W G. G R A W D. G G at the end is in George. Grog. Grog. Hmm. Grog. And I, and I can I can give you it in a sentence if you'd like. Oh, you can this time. Okay, yeah, yeah. Please do. Please do. My my pants smell groggy. My pants smell groggy. <laughs> yep. <sighs> okay, hold on. 
My pants smell groggy. I got it. This is when, say you're going through a bit of a low point in your life, uh, financially especially. Maybe you're in your college years. Maybe you just got out from underneath your parents' roof. You're still living paycheck to paycheck. You don't quite have the money to just spend on clothes whenever. So you're stuck. You're stuck wearing the same clothes on a regular basis, daily basis even, where you keep putting on the same pants for a week straight. It, they're, mm. they're, they're designated to be your work pants. And now, yes, do you spend $50 a week on weed? Yes, that is true. But that is a necessity for you to be able to interact with other human beings. So may, don't try to say that your funds are being misallocated when pants are $24, but right now you don't have you don't have the budget for that. So you're stuck wearing the same pants on a daily basis, but you know, you're you're self-aware. You understand that you sweat a little bit and you stink a little bit. So you give them a sniff every morning. First day goes by, you're good. You just throw those bitches back on. Second day comes around, deep whiff, you're like, ah! It's not ideal. It's a little musty, not groggy, musty. Third day, take another. And you're like, okay, I can't go out like this. Because you could sit down, like you could stand up and walk around and be fine and no one's going to notice. But as soon as you sit down and someone else is sitting down next to you, you can smell the the scent emanating off of the crotch of your pants. So you're like, all right, something needs to be done about this. Since you, yes, like I said, you're, you know, maybe a little immature, living on a budget. All you have is classic Old Spice deodorant and Axe body spray. So then you just take the pants, you open them so they're crotch side up, and you just lace those babies with a bit of Axe body spray. Okay. Throw them back on. Go through it another day. The next morning, go to put them back on again. Take a... (laughs) They're a little groggy because there is a deep, deep scent of testicular stench coming off these pants, but it is paired so nicely with that, like, chemically fruity... I don't know what to do with myself because I'm constantly walking around a boner because I'm just going through puberty smell combined together with the Axe body spray. And you're like, you know what? I've worn these pants a lot. They're a little tired. They're smelling a little groggy. So that's mm. that would be what my, what my interpretation is. And I'm assuming that it's probably going to be much more disgusting and sexual than that. So I'm just going to, here we are. I'm sorry, kiddos at home, please. Uh, this was not, yeah, I don't, I don't have any, I didn't write these words. Turn away. Um, so what, 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 is that it? You know, you, you were close. Uh, a smelly tuna sandwich in your pants. That's what it means. Is it because what I don't have pockets? 
Or is it like I'm going to a venue, I'm going to like a like a concert and they don't allow food, outside food into the thing. And I know that the only place they won't pat me down and check is my private parts. So I stick said sandwich right around the gooch area of my trousers mm. and make my move into the arena. Mm. Is that Maybe. is that it? it? It could be a possibility. I'm not sure. So you're not saying that it's it's open for interpretation. It is. Yeah, much of this is. Okay. Okay. So, I mean, relatively close, I guess. You know, the stench emanating from the pants, whether from a homemade tuna Sam or, you know, a couple days without hitting the wash. Amen. Amen. All right. Well, do you have any others? You want me? Uh, I have a, a lot. <laughs> Okay, because I think I'm getting good now. I think I'm understanding the the, okay. the the mission. Well, I'm glad you're feeling confident. <laughs> I got I got a great one for you. All right, this is a phrase, and I and I will use it in a sentence if you'd like. Would you like that, uh, Ian? Well, first, give me the phrase without it being in a sentence. Hong Jai. Repeat it. <laughs> Hung Jai. Fung Jai? No, no. Hung, hung, hung Jai. Hung Jai. <laughs> Could you please spell it for me? H O N G space J I A. Hong Jai. Hong Jia. Hong Jai von Stein. Hong Jia. Hong Jia. Hong is the root. Jia is the what would it be? The root. What is the the ending? What is that called? The noun. The noun. Okay. Hong is the root. It's the it's the adjective root that describes the noun being Jia. Okay. So first thing I need to know is what is Jia. And then Hong is something to describe Jia. So okay, hold on, mm-hmm. hold on here. This Jia. This is this is a type of person. This is a type of person. Okay, well yeah. then <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. Jia is just whoever came up with the original word was using it to describe maybe an ex or like a, a friend's girlfriend. Or like Jia is kind of. He's a bit of a hong jia, if you ask me. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. so then the the real question is, the real determiner then is, what is hong? <clears throat> a hong, hong jia. Hong jia. Hong. Gia. I'm actually going to take a left turn here. I think it is it is a lot like the word Pangea, which I'm pretty sure is the uh, what's making the continents exist that they separated or something like that. Pangea is that not what it was? That they think that the earth, the Earth split and then the, the continents moved apart into different ones. I believe mm-hmm. that this is 
a racial term used by people, a, a, pejor- a pejorative term, if you may. Okay. Maybe okay. where they believe that the one who broke the earth and caused this disarray were people of Asian descent. So okay. like, oh, Pangea? More like Hongjia. Because they, they believe that it was, in fact, the people that live in Asia, specifically places mm-hmm. like Japan or China, where they're a little bit more like stereotypically Asian, because these people aren't like thinking broadly and how much of the world is actually considered Asia. So it's an accusatory thing to basically blame Asians the Chinese regime and all that for the separating and divisiveness of the the world, pretty much all the continents. Oh. Okay. Is that, uh, is that your final answer? Well, you said you could use it in a sentence. <laughs> you said that you were able to use it in a sentence, right? Yes. Okay. Well, how about you use it in a sentence and, if it fits, then yes, it is my final answer. If it doesn't fit, then maybe I'll have to change my mind. Shauna, Shiana, met a Hung Jia yesterday at a party. Oh. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's just a racial derogatory term for... It's a mat. Asian. It's a mat. It's Matt. He's a Hong Jia. I'm one of them Hong Jias. Okay. Yeah, that all adds up. Okay. Tell me I'm wrong. Okay. Tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> Hong Jia, a handsome guy, but his dick is too small for any woman's liking. So, yeah. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. Pretty much what kinda I said. Matt. Pretty much what I said. Yep. Yep. Alright, dope. Wrong. So sounds like I'm kind of getting the hang of this game here because so far I've been batting, what am I, kind of two for three now? Is that is that what we're saying? Two for three. I mean, I'm loosely two, two for, three. for three? Okay, dope. Now, th- this next one I'm excited because I, you know, that was some, some pretty impressive skills. Thank you. So I want you to, you know, use your detective skills for mm-hmm. this, this one. Mm-hmm. Semi. What is it? Semi, S E M I, semi. I mean, I would love to say that this one seems rather straightforward. You know? Okay. I mean, we use semi all the time, semi automatic, semicolon, which is like parsh, a part colon, but not a full one. I I mean, my main answer, I guess, would then be partially. That's what it means. A partial, right? That's what semi. That's what semi means. So if it's semi-automatic, it means it's sorta automatic. You know, so it's sorta. It just it's another word for sorta. I'm semi into what you're having to say right now, Robert. I'm semi good at this game. See, there's an example. There's a use in a sentence. I'm semi good at this game.
Yes, no? Is that your final answer, uh, Ian McDougal? I can use it in a sentence if you'd like. Mm. Yes, please do. Please do. Okay. A female says he is such a semi. Oh, oh. That's when that boy is built like a truck. Like an 18-wheeler. Like, that guy is huge. But he's not just huge. He's long. He's long. That means he's he is yoked, but he has got a lot of ass on him. Like, that guy hits the gym, but he is doing a lot of squats. A lot of squats. Like, the machines that you typically see only girls on where they're, like, they're laying on their stomach and they're lifting their leg up behind their back, kind of. Like, he is hitting that on a daily basis. So, this dude is not only big. He's not only a big boy, a big dog. But he also, he's also got a nice little bit of cake on him. Tell me I'm wrong. That sounds, that that makes the most sense to me. Okay, okay. Are you ready for the definition? Mm. Yep. Yeah, I think so. Yep. Okay. Semi. Someone who thinks they are an F-boy, but in reality, they are just ugly and can't get a girlfriend. Hmm. Hmm. No. You know, so you know how I was, like, not a fan of the first one? Probably because of how unbelievably vulgar and graphic the the definition was. Yeah. Um, this one I'm because then the the word was clever. You know, at least the headlight squeegee. Like uh-huh. as much as I may be appalled and perturbed <laughs> by the definition of what it is and the fact that that act exists in this world. I at least can see the cleverness of the name. This one, okay. on the other hand, though, yes, that person definitely exists. We all know that person that thinks that they're they're just they're there to pull the girls and they're there to look hot, but they just they can't get anything, and and they don't even realize it. They think that everyone's after them. They think that every right. every girl is hunting them down. But semi. I feel like there's got to be a much better word or phrase out there to describe that person than semi. I don't know how you feel about that. Uh, yeah, I would agree. I was going to say, like, um, what was uh, Kayla? Kayla's soon-to-be husband had a friend who was, like, a weirdo. Yes. And yes. That guy. That, that, that guy. That guy. That's exactly what I think of. Well, and, and the question is, though, is that... W- do you agree that there should be a better word or or phrase to describe those types of guys? Oh, 100%. Do you have any ideas of what it could be? Any sense. What's his name? I'm not, I'm not going to put him on blast. Okay, it should be that guy's name. Yeah, but it doesn't feel I know that guy's name and it doesn't feel right. It feels like maybe it should be Oh, maybe like a B-boy. Instead of an F-boy, maybe a B-boy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. I don't know. Okay. So why B, though? I don't know. I'm just trying to think of like a lesser letter. What is the lowest? Like what do you... Okay. Then that, that strikes like a major philosophical question. 
what do you think is the lowest and or most lesser letter in the alphabet? M. M? M boy? M. Yeah. But that doesn't really sound. No, it does. It does because they, they act all hot. They act all hot and they're trying to like get up on a girl and then their friends come over like, oh, I saw that. Um, I saw that Jackson was talking to you a second ago. Um, what do you, what do you, what do you think about him? And then she just goes, mm, 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 boy, mm. he's kind uh, of a, mm, like he's kind yeah. of an M boy, M boy. So I think M boy is better than semi. And I think that for now on in here, speaking for the loss for the summer <laughs> corporation and, um, and I don't know if you want to sign off on this one, Robert too, but. I think that for here on out, we will be referring to those types of people as M-Boys. Robert here, uh, conglomerate of the Lost for the Summer podcast. I would like to sign off on this, and I also would like to classify myself as the leader of the M-Boys. Oh, really? You think I you're would, the head I of would the like M-Boy to, I, regime? I would like to make that bold uh, stance. Are you the first self-aware M-Boy? I, I, you know, I would like to think so. There's got to be a first, right? You know, self-awareness is great. I love, I, I have a really hard time with people that obviously have no, little to no self-awareness about themselves. But it is not the be-all, end-all of what I'm looking for a human. Because, mm. just because you know you're a scumbag. It doesn't mean that you get to just be a scumbag. So, like, you know, you. I'm glad. I'm glad you've acknowledged. I'm glad that you're like, yes, dude, I have my flaws. But when you say it just like, and they are going to continue to be that way, like, I would just hope for more. I'm not saying this is you, but, but you know. I feel personally attacked at the moment. No, no, listen. I don't know if that's just me rating into I, it. Listen, I'm speaking... And you know I'm dyslexic, so I'm Ian, not good at it. In here, with the entire legal team from Lost for the Summer, legally I cannot accuse you of being that kind of person due to contract. So I want you to know from the bottom of my heart and the bottom of my attorney's heart, we are <laughs> definitely not saying that about you. From the bo- bottom of your budget. Mm-hmm. From the bottom of my budget to the top. The cap. The cap of your salary. Mm-hmm. From the bottom of my budget to the cap of my salary, I am not saying that you are one of those self-aware but still kind of a slimy skeezer. <laughs> M-boy. An M-boy. You're not an M-boy. I would never say. If you want to be an M-boy, you can call yourself an M-boy, but I'm not going to do it. <laughs> well, thanks, Ian. That That means a lot to me. <laughs> You know, I would I would hope to never be an M boy, but we've all we all stoop sometimes. I, yeah, yeah, and that's that self awareness coming out of you. It's the self awareness that we hired you for this job to be co you mm. know president of the co conspirator yeah. of the RFK assassination. Um, yeah. Well, do you want to hit me with a uh, maybe like a couple more of these, and uh, you know, see where they go? I, maybe I would, if we have. I would, uh, how many in to- to. how many in total do you have? Uh let's see. 
I have five more. Mm, five more. Do you want to try to do all five, or do you want to save some and, and, accumu- think, and accumulate th- some more? I think we can do all, all five. Uh, that way, if like we just need to chop some up, get rid of them, at least okay. we have a couple good ones. Okay. I like that idea. I like that idea. That's my thought. All right. Um, Run me the bag, baby. Nathan. A Nathan. Uh, <laughs> a Nathan. See, it's a lot like an M boy, but completely and, different. And I'm a. I, I'm gonna read you an example. All right. You have a sentence. I'm gonna use it in a sentence. Okay. You did you see that kid's hair? Looks like a Nathan. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that still works with what I'm saying, where it's, uh-huh. I think it's kind of describing the self-aware kid that we were just saying, like the kid who just walks around and talks about the fact that he's gross and ugly and no girls want to be with him, when in fact he is gross and ugly and no girls want to be with him, and he's got uh, groggy smelling pants, uh, for sure, his pants and clothes smell very groggy. And it's like, dude, you you know that you can do something about that, right? And they're just like, nah, I don't know. It just seems like, what's the use? Like, I just kind of, I don't feel like, no matter what I do, it's just not, nothing's going to change. And, and that's it, you know, where it's just like, they know that they are slimy. And like, they're the kind of person that sniffs your seat once you get up to go to the bathroom. And they know it. And they're honest about the fact that it's super weird that they do it. But they do not stop doing it. And they don't really care to stop doing it, you know? So it's that person that knows that they're doing, like, borderline criminal activities. um, And yet still continues because they don't really care deep down in the bottom of their heart. Mm. Wow, that... uh, I would say that's pretty close let me just let me just read you off the definition if that if that's you know if if you consent to that ian ian will hip hop i ian will hip hop chairman of the board of lost for the summer fame will consent to the reading of this definition amen nathan a being that is very unattractive wait oh sorry fuck I fucked it up. Great. A Nathan, a being that has a very unattractive bowl cut and doesn't know their grammar. Okay, hold on. A being. Correct. A, so this could be a dog. <laughs> this could be uh, a dog. Yeah. This could be any being as this long could, as this could be an this could be an Uchi wallop. So this could be a what? An Uchi what? <laughs> an Uchi wallop. Okay, so this could be an Uchi wallop, which I'm going to assume is some form of small, fluffy rodent. An Uchi wallop, and they could have a pull cut, and just just because just because on the on the, on the fact that they are an animal, they don't know their grammar. 
Like, if you ask them about what their grammar is, they could not tell you what it was. And so they're being a little bit of a Nathan. Mm, mm. So that's what it is. It's just someone with a bad bull cut that doesn't know grammar. That's correct. Mm. Okay. Okay. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to again say that I think I like my definition a little bit better. But but I, I would definitely opt that like the person that I was speaking of, there's a good chance that they have a bull cut. I was not imagining them as a small fluffy rodent. But they could be. And they could definitely, even if they're a person, be described as a little rodent. Um... And you know, there's probably they're probably not the most well spoken person either. So like, I'm I wouldn't be surprised if they you know, you know, crossed a couple participles and you know, use the wrong preposition and mm, amen, amen, and great you know, grammatical things. Word, word. All right, already for okay. the uh, yeah, ready, yeah, yeah. We we ready, ready to be disturbed, freaked, ah, perturbed. I I believe so. I believe so. Okay, all right. But broken. But broken. Uh huh. I think that this is, it's just like a synonym for ass crack. It's your butt broken. But it's like, it's a little bit more of like a lower educational system, like somewhere in the rural south where they're not like, they didn't really go to school. I mean, they went to school, but like, they didn't really like, I mean, they were they, they went to school for like three or four years and they didn't even get oh, into high, it was like the first two years of high school and then seventh and eighth grade and that was kind of like the only amount of time they went to school and they were like they're the kind of people that would use butt broken where it's just the big split here the big i'm just gonna cut you off right now okay and say you are dead wrong okay okay that's fair that's fair that's fair like have you ever have you ever been on the freeway and seen a dead animal and run over it again mm, in here as someone representing lost for the summer uh conglomerate no no i have not as a bit of a porno freak though yeah i do know what you're referring to well that's how dead wrong that's you how are. dead wrong that's how dead wrong Okay, and so then what? Uh, what is it then? Please enlighten me. But broken, an inappropriately strong or misdirected feeling of disappointment, closely related to but hurt, but with much less aggressive indication. Oh wow, wow! So so if you're butt broken, that means hit you with the Jesus juke. It's misdirected. So that's that's the right. It's a it's a misdirected butt hurt, basically. Mm-hmm. Mm. 
That's like when you're super, super bitter and hurt and emotional over the fact that your girlfriend left you, but it was after, you know, you kind of got a little handsy with her younger brother and, uh, and you're just like, I can't believe that this kind of thing would take place in my life. And you're a little butt broken about it, but it's totally miss. It's not. Yeah. Word, word. I see. I see. But broken. I wonder if I can, I wonder if I can use it in a sentence. If I could think of a, you got a sentence for it. I just want to, I just want to. Um, yeah, I could hit you with a, with a sentence. Charlie, Charlie is butt broken over the World Cup being canceled because of a nuclear holocaust. (laughs) 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 I kind of made that one up. That was... That was beautiful. That was a beautiful use of butt broken. I mean, I'm going to have to really work butt broken into my life now. That's one of those ones where I'm like, you know what? I'm going to pick this one up and use this one pretty regularly here. (laughs) I love that. I love that. Thank you. Thank you for just kind of giving that one away to us. Anytime. I, I, you know, I love to, I love to help and make people laugh. So that's why I'm here. All right. Oh, sorry. Uh, Robert here. Uh, Ian, skin dog, S K I N D O G, skin dog, skin dog. Cat, what do you think about it? Skin dog, N word. <laughs> um, skin dog, all one word. Uh, no, it's two words. Oh, two words. Okay. Skin dog. Skin dog. Okay, see now, this is a thing that... Reverse engineer it. I know, but I was unaware. Because I've known what skin dogging is for most of my life. It was never something that I, like, partook in, you know? It wasn't a regular activity of mine. But some of my my siblings were known to skin dog a little bit, which... Oh, wow. Especially... (laughs) Can I stop you right there real quick? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe, I guess, (laughs) if you feel really inclined to, sure. (laughs) I do, I do. Uh, this is really uncomfortable and weird. Uh, then that's because uh, you uh, don't know. No, but no, go but, ahead. No, but but go he, ahead. No, but here's the thing: is that I believe that it is very uncomfortable and weird, because as a youth, I was made uncomfortable and weirded out by the fact that some of my younger brothers would make a habit of skin dogging, which, of course, as we all know, is the process of meticulously either with your fingers or with your mouth peeling all of the skin off of a hot dog before you ate it and they would just kind of rip it off like string cheese almost like when you get like a Kit Kat bar and and I know this is again something you've never done Robert but like when you feel inclined to try to eat all the chocolate off of the bar without breaking the cookie 
It's like that, but with the little, you know, meat condom of the hot dog. And so my brothers on a regular basis, and a lot of times with sometimes cold hot dogs, they would skin dog it. They would go ahead and, you know, scalp the, the big D and uh, and then eat the uh, the core of the hot dog. So I'm very familiar with skin dogging. Wow. 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 <laughs> Wow. I mean, couldn't it be further from the truth? <laughs> I'm being dead honest I right now. Thank, thank you for your efforts. Okay, so Skin you're telling... Dog, okay. Referring to one one's own human children in regards to the opposite of a fur baby. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That is a word. That is much better than what I thought it was. Oh, my goodness. Yes. So, you know how, like, people and who want to be. you understand how weird it was in the context you were. It is a little weird. Like to do skin dogs. And I'm like. Yeah, I get uh, it. I well, get it. Is your brother Epstein? I uh, mean. I'm, I see now. I see. I mean, they were at the time skin dogs themselves. So, it's not like, you know, it was anything weird. But, at this, but yes. I actually, this is the first one where I like this definition much more than I like my own definition of skin Word. dogs. So, basically where you have people who are, let's just call them mentally challenged, believe that My they sister. are parents of the animal that they own and they call them, it. It's just fine. You know, you take care of them and you love them and you guys are owning the animal. But you call it your fur baby, which is like beautiful and like it helps everyone know that you shouldn't be let in to like public places. <laughs> um, and this is a, this is, could you, would you mind just uh, confirming this is a direct attack on my sister? I, listen, I'm leaving this open to be taken by anyone in any way that they feel like they wanted to be taken by, but I do have a very, very, very distinct image of my head of who I'm talking to, and there is a somewhat similar resemblance to the person who is known as your second eldest sister. Mm. Mm. But I'm not, I'm not saying that I'm saying this about her in any capacity or attacking her. I'm just okay, saying okay. you should not you should not be allowed to vote if you call your dog or cat a fur baby and you, you wear you have like a dog mom bumper sticker or something like that. But then in response, I feel like this is like almost like a rebellious, antagonistic, like, okay, if you guys are going to call your dogs fur babies, well, then like, you know, it'd be funny is if we call our children skin dogs. And uh, I, you know what? I, I am all for it. And I will will 100% be using skin dogs as much as I actually just can't, you know? Hmm. Hopefully, Damn. when you see your first child being born, you're like, "Oh, there's that skin dog." There's my skin dog, baby. <laughs> Proud father of a skin dog. <laughs> oh. Okay. Wow. 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 All right. Well, quickly transitioning. Oh, Robert here. Quickly transitioning <laughs> to the next word uh, for Ian Will Hip Hop. Scrumped. 
Scrumped. Scrumped. Can you spell that for me? S C R U M P T. Scrumped. Scrumped. Cat, you're a little scrumpy right now. Yeah. You're gonna don't turn off my podcast. Don't stand on my keyboard. Scrumped. Okay. Now I would hope I mean I, I no, we don't have a lot of listeners on our podcast. They may not know the backstory of us and who we are and what our hopes and dreams and goals are. But for all the people on the podcast listening, I hope to one day be able to make a full-time living out of being a musician. And hear me out. This doesn't apply to only musicians, but I feel like a lot of times it is referring or being used by musicians. And that is when... You've been signed to a label. They have a release date of when you need to get your album done. And it is you you took the you took the upfront money for it and you haven't been working on the album whatsoever. You feel like you keep telling everyone, "Well, yeah, but I just I need to go live so that I can then go create so I can create about the life that I'm living." But you are just in and out of nightclubs, in and out of the ER, getting your stomach pumped on a regular basis. And so, like, you don't even remember most of the life you're living because you're so blacked out all the time and deeply ashamed of who you're becoming. But you you also are trying to tell yourself that this is the man you've always wanted to be. And it isn't. But you're not ready to accept that yet. So now you're panicking, you're flailing, you're like, bro, the the label, they want to hear what is, like, how far we're coming along on the album, like, next weekend. And I am not only in a creative slump, but I'm also screwed right now because of this. So I'm scrumped. Hmm. I'm being, I'm screwed because I am in a creative slump. I am scrumped. Robert here. Uh, Ian Will Hip Hop, is that your final truth to God answer? Yeah, I think it's all I got on tap, my friend. Okay, okay. Word up, G-Town. Scrumped. The ungodly act of cream pieing a scorpion. Scrumped. I <laughs> How much are they paying? How much are they paying the people that whose job it is is just to like sit in a desk chair and spin around in circles all day thinking of new weird word combinations for things? Because skin dog, I understand how that one comes up in the wild. There's um Nathan, I get it too. Um, Hongjia, I can definitely see where that one would kind of develop in certain communities. 
This one, though, there is maybe... nine and a half people in all of the existence of homo sapiens that have performed this act on a scorpion not nearly enough and they're and none of them they don't even understand their own language much less the ability of coming up with new words and ideas so i i really just some temp that was sitting around with nothing to do. They were in a bit of a scrump. They were scrumped. They had a deadline to meet and they couldn't come up with any cool words. And so then they were like, damn, bro, I'm kind of screwed and I'm in a slump. I'm a little scrumped. And then they were like, oh, scrumped when you nut on a scorpion. Mm. Mm. And, uh, and you know, I, I'm going to have to say that I'm a little bit butt broken about this one. I would have hoped for more. Can I be truthful and honest to you? Please, please do. I made it up. You're what? I made it up. That's not a real thing. Oh, you made that one up. (laughs) Wow. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to dupe you. I'm sorry to lie to you like that, but... I feel like I had to. Ian, it was for the podcast. (sighs) You dastardly little M-boy, you. (laughs) Ian here. Shucks. I am... I am... Very much... Heated around the collar... Mm. But the fact that you would mislead, galvanize, galvanize, betray, I mean, listen, motherfucking, motherfucking quintupled that shit. And I thought that this relationship meant more to you than, than just, you know, entertainment I thought that this was something that had true love and substance to it, but the fact that you would lead me on in such a way, duping me in front of the public, pulling my pants down around my ankles, and giving me a little swat to the butt cheeks, kind of shows me that maybe, maybe you're a little bit of a skeezer. And I don't know what the future of... Robert here and the Lost for the Summer podcast is going to be from here on out. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Mm. 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 Okay. That's just a threat. That's what I thought. Are you directly threatening me? No, I mean, not directly. But, um,. Let's just say, metaphorically... From the bottom of your budget to the top of your salary cap, you're not. I am not. I am okay. not. Okay. I can live with that. I can I can respect and live with that. TBH. Okay. Well, good. I think we're probably good to move on from here. 
I think the time so. Being. I think we can wrap it up. Ian, <sighs> how how I I just I really want to delve into your mind and maybe not get too deep, but just get kind of just surface level of how you've been and what your thought what what's a what's what's a what's a thought of the week thought of the week. This is just something that I'm kind of learning in my life and I don't want to get I don't want to get too deep about it because I know that this is this podcast is for a little bit of fun, lively conversation, so I don't want to get too heady. Um But there is a human limit to the length in which you can hold a poop in. It does vary between each individual. It does. It does. It's kind of like drinking. Any? What? Said, have you ever met any? How I have I ever met any? Yeah. Met any what? Humans that hold poop in? I don't know. The guy named Any. Emmy. Any. 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 Yeah. No. What does he hold his poop in a lot? For like a month. What? Yeah, dude goes hard. Oh, oh, okay. Well, that goes really well with my point here, which is that it's kind of like drinking. You know, maybe one shot of vodka is enough to do you in. And you have to know that about yourself because other people are not going to have to know that for you. You need to know when you say, hey, I've had enough. This has been fun. But I can't continue. And maybe the next guy, it takes four or five shots before they really start feeling it. You know what I mean? And then they know to say, hey, I've had enough. It is not, well, it is not about the number of shots or numbers of minutes, hours, days, apparently, weeks, even, I guess, that you can hold your poop in. It is just that you have the the endurance and mental willpower and fortitude to be able to hold your poop when you need to hold your poop. If you are a a someone who just gives in every single time you have the urge to use the restroom, whether pooping or peeing, you are setting yourself up to be a weak person, one of which I will not be taking on a road trip with me because if you cannot hold it, for 15, 20 more minutes till we get to the next stop that we're supposed to stop at and we don't have to pull over and then find a hole in the bushes for you to go in or something like that. It, it takes training and effort. But also what I would say is know your limits. There is a limit to the length of time that you can keep that tucked away behind the iron curtain. I'm about to reach my limit right now. That's all I want to tell everybody. It has been, however long this podcast has been, apparently putting sour cream and onion dip on a quesadilla (laughs) is delicious as it tastes. It goes right through you. And so I, I know myself and I know that I've only got about seven minutes left before I will be passing this, um, Peace of my soul on. So don't 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 push yourself too hard, but also remember to push yourself at least somewhat. 
Amen. Wow. Well, that go, guys. Remember, make yourself a couple of skin dogs, and you're not lost forever. Just lost for the summer. Summer. Ian here. Ah, live long. Porno freak here, Bobby. Die young.